Hi, I'm David. I'm the Dungeon Master. Hi, I'm Paul. Sherlock Gnomes. This is Rob. Playing Talon. This is Sean. Who plays Thaddeus. And this is Josiah, a.k.a. Azir. I want to thank everyone for listening and give a special shout out to all our Patreons out there. Uh, we have a lot of fun making the show for you all, and the truth is, we'd make it even if no one listened. With that said, your feedback and contributions go a long way towards encouraging us to find even more ways to embarrass ourselves for your entertainment. If you get value out of the show, we ask that you think about giving a little value back. One way you can do that is by donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash roll to hit. If you'd rather get some loot in exchange for your support, check out our store at shop.spreadshirt.com slash thecommentist, where you can get a roll to hit t-shirt, of all things. Of course, if you can't afford to part with even a single copper piece, we totally understand. Everyone can help out by rating us on iTunes or sharing the podcast with your friends and network. Thanks for your consideration, and now the show. The group of snakes are going to make an attack on Burning Hand's Talon. The Constrictor Snake from the bottom up unravels from Talon and falls to the ground. He's dead? He's dead. Azir notices one more and goes, I saved you for last, and squishes it with his foot. That was the last one. Azir, with his judo chop inside the snake, fall out. A small stone cube that actually acts as a magnet when placed against other stones. You get a decent look at it. It's a rusty, square shack. Maybe one of us should go up. No, no, what? (laughs) Through the middle of the room is somehow a running moat. So you pick up some shurukens. While rubbing them, you swear the stars are kind of like vibrating, and then when you stop, they don't do anything. You've only heard stories about these monstrosities, it's a bullet. Uh, roll to run the fuck away. <laughs> Encompassing the area of all the jackals. A couple of them scramble and fall out of its mouth back onto the ground. I'm gonna say, stay calm, don't move. They're more scared than they are clever, and they just take off running. You're just shouting, and they just get further and further away. On your persons, I believe, is one day's worth of water, zero days worth of food. You guys also need a place to sleep in the wilderness. <laughs> I still sure. don't know where you're keeping this hawk. <laughs> if the cup is in your beard, is, is that what we've decided on? <laughs> you open up to find one good berry in there. Oh. I feel it's happened three times now. So there's one good berry in there. You, you guys are not very hungry right now. Yeah. <laughs> Quarter day's rations. Yeah. So a good berry if it, it comes to that. Other than that, you guys have the same plan. You're going to walk in a direction. You've been saying north. It's not an exact science on figuring out true north, but you can walk. You can head in the northern direction. I really thought we were going east for some reason. <laughs> but, uh, yes, we shall walk in direction. All right, yeah, you'll walk in the same direction you were going. Uh, so you are walking along. All right, for the first time all game, I bet y'all thought I was just making you do shit. For the first time all game, nothing happens during the day. <laughs> you are walking, and uh, you've walked about half the day. So you've walked 12 miles. And so right now just have disadvantage? What's the On ability stage? checks. Your speed will be halved and assume you, you guys are going to walk together. You guys are going to be in this wilderness a lot longer because you'll only be able to walk 12 miles a day at this point. Now nah, they're going to leave us behind. <laughs> yeah. 
Just catch up when you're not dying. <laughs> you guys can just rummage. All right. So, so nothing happens for this day, which is actually terrible news because most of the time you guys were helped with water. Yeah. You found water both days, actually, miraculously. So I guess we'll just sleep? Yes, you've wasted the day away as hope is kind of dwindling. Uh, you can make another survival check to find a good place to sleep at this point. Right. Remember that the two of you have, have disadvantage. Yes, another 20! Yes, which, <laughs> yes <laughs> Sherlock, oh, which no. you disadvantage oh. on. A third 20! Which you oh. did do last game. I did do that last yeah. time. Uh, five. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no, seven, sorry. I Talon has a 19. Right. So, so that Talon's will be fine. Uh, Talon. Just Talon's fine. Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to go over here. <laughs> yeah. Thaddeus rolled a four, but he has disadvantage, so he rolled a two. <laughs> so he's really just not good at surviving out in this wilderness. So for the first day in three days, you have found nothing of use for you in your entire 24 miles. And you head back to sleep knowing that tomorrow you guys are going to be walking at half speed because of Thaddeus and Sherlock the slackers. As I go to sleep, I'm like, oh, man, I think I'm going to walk half the distance tomorrow <laughs> today. Um, while we're on this topic, though, one of you should eat the good berry for the hell of it because it's gonna go bad anyway. it goes bad in 24 hours. Okay. It should probably be Talon and Sherlock only because you're the lowest modifier, the lowest health, the lowest food re- constitution. The lowest, what's, what the hell's the word I want? Food institution. Yes. A talent. <laughs> yes. Arm wrestle. <laughs> you guys are going to be all worn out from arm wrestling. Oh, no. You, you, and you've disadvantaged. Oh. Oh. 19. Oh. oh. I got a four. So Talon destroys the very the very tired Sherlock and pretends to be happy about it and eats a good berry that <laughs> Sherlock had. So <laughs> you're basically just bullying Sherlock. I'll take it. The rest of you are a day without food. Next day comes, which is your night time. Um, you're walking along. How many good? Three good berries Ooh. this time. Whoa, nice. None of us are in danger of uh, food. No, it's very hard to be low on food. Okay. But I just give, like real I life. give one to Bertrude. Okay. So now I <laughs> Bertie's one. Like you don't want to be the one to say it because no one likes to be the bearer of bad news. But I'm going to say it. It's quite clear that vultures have begun swirling over <laughs> your head, and you don't want to be an alarmist. But you've read enough Gary Larson cartoon day calendars to know that. <laughs> What circling vultures mean. It's bringing morale down. So after your 12-mile walking, you're dragging along Sherlock and Thaddeus, trying to disregard the foreshadowing that you feel it when... Plop! Right on the ground, equidistant from all of you, lands a gangrene hand clenched in a fist. Uh, do, do we see it fall from the sky? Oh, no, oh, you, aren't, oh. you aren't looking up. It just falls in front of you. I look up. The vultures have stopped circling and are flying the opposite direction. Hmm. I'm assuming a vulture just dropped a gangrenous hand in but, front of us? But why would it be flying away, then? This is a science. It's like uh, a gang member being like, this is going to be you. <laughs> that's correct. Maybe maybe there's something very large behind us that we should observe. I don't know. I don't know I what's going behind. No. You see nothing but your own footprint in the dirt. Is it a human hand? Do we not know? It's decomposing. That's why I said gangrene. Yeah. It's just kind of disgusting in front of you. Put Only it in my backpack. A, uh, magnifying glass to do an investigation check on this hand. I'm investigating it. Alright, you will have disadvantage because you're very thirsty. Can I help him? Yeah, that's his magnifying glass. Can you give me a pat on the back? You're not attuned to it. I got a 17. Oh, even with a disadvantage? I have plus five. Yeah. Nice, okay. So the hand looks like it's clenched in a fist. It has five fingers, a lot of races of five fingers. He's got fingernails. He's got all the lookings of a hand in a fist. Guys, this is a hand. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What formation is the hand in? Spock formation. 
<laughs> Liar! Like, oh yeah, that's right. I, I know what <laughs> Clench fist. He pulls up one of the fingers to flick off that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we should open the fist, see if there's anything inside. A you present from the vultures? Oh, open it up with your uh, bow staff. With my bow staff? Why, you don't want to touch it? <laughs> it's gross. Uh, yeah, I, I will open up the hand. Make a strength check? Why am I doing... I have no... You have disadvantage. <laughs> I rolled a zero. A zero rolls a one on his first roll. Let's see if he can roll again to get lower. Uh, Azir holds the fist and makes his own fist and then hits the fist together and just goes, no work. (laughs) (laughs) All right, can I try to open it then? Go for it with your strength check. Seven. You have disadvantage. We might as well all try it, see if anyone... Well, you guys are rolling and you waste four hours trying to open the fist. (laughs) It's not opening. It's the damnedest thing. The fist will not open. I blow on it. <laughs> Can I try heating it up with fire to see if yeah, if you want, it? yeah, go for it. You gonna eat it? Yeah, no, I'm just gonna see if it loosens w- it up. I would say don't do like a lot of fire. Just do a no. Little I'll just fire. do the snap finger flame thing, and I'll just, just hold tell it up the to known it. Say a little bit of fire. <laughs> the, whatever gases were in it from decomposing ignite, but nothing besides a quick blue flame around it. Mm. Do you like that? That's great. It was very very showy. If only we had a performer here. He could do I'm going to juggling. do an arcana check. Okay. Ten. Doesn't look magical. Just looks like a hand. I would say that's not correct. <laughs> I can't tell that it is magical, but I'm pretty sure it's not just a hand. If anybody else wants to try to figure out what it is, we can. But uh, otherwise, we should just take it and move along with us. Uh, move along because it uh, it's clearly an oddity. Mark hand check fails. <laughs> Pack it up. Yeah. Okay. You put the hand on your key ring uh, and you take off. Uh, so it was night. You're traveling half as fast, though. I mean, this is a domino effect of exhaustion. You move slower. It's harder to find things. Next exhaustion level is you have disadvantage on attack rolls and saving throws. Yay. So you've got to be careful. We're going to die in the desert. <laughs> All that characters. The desert. Or whatever. Well, right. I'll eat the good berry, and uh, I'll give the other one to Azir. Okay. So you guys are going to take a nap again. You can make a survival check. It's going to probably be really shitty. Sherlock rolls a one and a two, so... I rolled an 18 twice. Plus, that is uh, rolled a 9. Plus once. 3. 21. <laughs> oh, got him. Twice. Got him. We are really good at finding places to sleep. <laughs> hey, look. It's a patch of grass. <laughs> so you guys are going to go to bed and wake up on day 5. How many good berries? There is one good berry. Uh-oh. Oh, messed up. We should We should have given Thaddeus all the water and then he could have carried us. <laughs> so you are dragging along at this point. All of you are in terrible, terrible health. You've begun to appreciate topography, though, because there's something massively unsettling of the only landmarks being the curvature of the world in the distance. Likewise, you're beginning to become attuned with how artistic perspective works <laughs> as the slightest bump in terrain rounds itself out in different angles depending on approachment. Yes, These are the types of things you keep telling yourself to avoid complete sensory deprivated madness that, oh, it is interesting to see nothing in different ways. (laughs) One item, though, of extreme interest is a black dot that one of you noticed a couple miles back. You've begun taking wagers on how long until you reach it. You've learned scale is something you don't do well at from a maximum visual distance. But some three miles later, meaning Talon wins the money. Got him. How much money do you guys have between you, by the way? There it is. <laughs> 10,000 gold pieces. <laughs> I have three silver pieces. <laughs> That's it? And one copper. Wow. And Az- I'm the rich one. <laughs> <laughs> Azir has 18 gold pieces, Whoa. three silver pieces, 
and four copper pieces. There it is. Right. You know what? You know what? Like Sherlock is rich in friends. He doesn't need money. <laughs> or so he thinks. <laughs> and then they eat him. <laughs> Regardless, three miles later, you come upon it. In the middle of this sandy vista is a large crater in the ground, about eight feet across. Who's holding on to the hand right now? I, th- I think Azir said we should go, so Azir, I assume, snatched it in. I guess it's, it's on my Someone wanted, belt I, loop. Great. I get all this random shit. <laughs> got cards. Yeah, this I've is, got this handkerchief. This is the Alfred of this This is how Alfred <laughs> solved all his problems. Did you learn anything? If you, if you pick up all items in the game, you can make this awesome Rube Goldberg machine <laughs> that shoots the fist, knocks the cards out, and destroys the big bad monster. <laughs> his only weakness is that he has a kidney stone. If only it could be brought closer to the surface with a magnetic item that works with stones, you could rip through. <laughs> intestines <laughs> that's how this game works you have to pick up all the random items and if you miss them you never get the ultimate weapon so crater yes that's eight feet across is there anything in the crater you can look inside the crater talon talon peering over the edge you'd guess about 10 feet deep is a little pool of water <gasps> i dive <laughs> at first <laughs> you would uh, unless it was five He's feet deep <laughs> and the exact circumference of you you would land on your head regardless so you're probably not going to dive in it's a little pool of water um however the jagged rocky edges look suitable for a slow descent and a manageable climb back up and a cool damp breeze does radiate from below is there any like stones or anything around in this term? it's uh not really stones the edge of it is jagged as I mean, if like, like just around us at all like i wanted to just pick up a stone and like throw it down there to see if like the, the crater would just like close with the <laughs> oh i see all well, the crocodiles being the impulsive person the talon is he's gonna run down and start drinking all right so talon talon is dead <laughs> make a deck saving throw 21 all right and immediately upon putting your foot in the hole you know something is wrong <laughs> you look to see your leg stuck at the very surface of the hole the dark caverns image bending and crimping at the point of your foot's insertion fading into half opacity the 3d illusion in front of you turns into a ghostly projection of the damp hole on top of a 2d flatbed of quicksand oh, man. <laughs> uh did we have rope i don't i mean right do we i don't think i can rope. rope nope really no one has rope yeah we both have uh, everybody had well, I, I, we lost our stuff. Oh, right. so then do you? So I've whatever. got um, whatever it is. Well, but does Talon have rope? Because he could just throw up, like throw a loop up to us, and we could pull him out. Nope. While you guys are thinking of this, Talon, roll the d4. Just grab him. How, well, how far down is he? Four. Talon sinks five feet into the quicksand. Oh no! Grab him. How, how, okay. how tall are you, Talon? Are, isn't it ten feet down? I mean, I, got, I guess it go six feet. All right. Can so I, reach I him? give him my quarter staff and tell <laughs> Thaddeus to grab him. I grab Thaddeus. Yeah, I grab it. Don't let go. Uh, Don't make a strength check, which you will have with a disadvantage. disadvantage. Yes. Okay. okay, that was good. 19, 10, plus uh, 4, 14. You are not any closer to getting out. Can we provide help? Sure. You, you guys, you guys, I want to get around. All right. So all of you shifting around to get a good foot, you kind of lose sight of where the real ground ends and the illusionary hole remains and actual quicksand kind of starts. And you all take a big step into quicksand. All of your survival training tells you not to struggle, but that doesn't really help much with your instincts when you're sinking into the goddamn earth. <laughs> As you continue to descend, you've kind of given up hope. I'm humming a patriotic tune <laughs> in my head. <laughs> when Thaddeus, who still has the quarterstaff in hand with Talon, you guys are sinking together, Talon sinking the most, mm-hmm. Thaddeus kind of feels a tug on his pants. In fact, it's more than a tug, it's like a legit pull. As a sudden surge of force yanks Thaddeus right out of the quicksand with Talon. All right. uh, can I reach back and grab... Uh, 
<laughs> you would probably grab you, my you've brother. You've only known me for like four days. I'm going to grab my brother. And you guys can interpret if that's in real life or in game life. <laughs> Who you making uh, a grab for? I'm going to grab Azir. All right. You can grab Azir. Azir, make a strength check. No. Oh, Azir's hand slips from Talon's. He rolled the one, by the way. It doesn't even slip. I'm like, nah, yeah. it's, 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 I'm yeah. good. I'm just going to. He hits my hand away. <laughs> so, uh, Sherlock, roll a 1d4. Oh, no. How tall am I? I'm three foot two. <laughs> oh, no. I rolled the three. Oh. You sink four feet into the earth. <laughs> Just... <laughs> uh, so Sherlock's currently, currently inside of the, so the quicksand. Small. So while Sherlock is struggling, uh, make a strength check with disadvantage while struggling in, in the quicksand. Well, yes. How would I even like get out? Don't I think that? I, I don't get what I'm like grabbing onto. <laughs> it's basically you're, you're trying to swim out. All right, here we go. <laughs> 17 and 9 minus 1 is 8. All right. You feel like you're just struggling against yourself. So the two of you are out of the quicksand. Azir is not completely submerged in the quicksand yet because he's going to roll a d4. I'll tell you. Uh, two. So Azir sinks three feet into the quicksand. Your Half his body is still out of it. Uh, Thaddeus still doesn't know who pulled him out, uh, but Talon is... Non-existent <laughs> pants. <laughs> Oh, yeah, right. So someone grabs Thaddeus' ass, doesn't it? <laughs> uh, the, the two of you are out of the quicksand, though. Sherlock is somewhere in there. I think you guys need a plan on how to save Azir and Sherlock. Well, we gotta go back can, in. Uh, if I do Misty Step, can I ca- take someone? If only we had a magical cape. The, the cape, I, No, only you. Wait, what did the cape cast? Dimension door. Am I out, then? You were pulled out with the quarterstaff. So that I'm Thaddeus, on the that, edge? Had. Yeah, you're at the edge. Can I take my quarterstaff and shove it in to try to get to to uh, Sherlock? Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and I'll do the same. Thaddeus will do the same to try and get a zero. You can just stick it to a zero because he's halfway in there. Okay. And Talon's just going to be stirring a pot <laughs> trying to find him. <laughs> Alright, go ahead. Azir, make a strength check. Six. That's not going to be good. Thaddeus, make a strength check. Ah, five. <laughs> so things are not looking good there. Oh, Stir the pot, Talon. By that I mean Sherlock, make a perception you check. Have a rope, right? With disadvantage? Yes. I, uh, Twelve. You do see the shifting grains of the sand. You assume something's in front of you. So you can grab onto this giant rod that's been inserted. Talon, make a strength check. Uh, Seventeen. With disadvantage? Yep, seventeen. Oh, yeah. both of them? Nice. You feel something grab onto the end of the pole, and Talon immediately reacts by yanking out two feet worth of quarterstaff. So I was... Submerged four feet, and I'm three feet. So, so my head is one. Yes. So you are no longer. You will not have to roll a suffocation. The roll this term. Yes. <laughs> um, however, you are still sinking. So Talon and Thaddeus, you can try again if you want, though. Yes. Yeah. Oh, but does he Good sink? Christ. And you're sinking. Yeah. So I roll the d4. Three. So you sink four feet back into the ground. Must I'm, be. I'm a total of seven feet under. But you're still holding on to the quarterstaff, so you don't need to make a grab for it. So Thaddeus, make a strength check. Uh, seven. <laughs> seven. All right. Things Can are, I pro- be proficient with the quarterstaff? <laughs> things aren't looking good. Talon, make another strength save and throw. Make another strength check, rather. Ooh, oh, that's not going to no. cut it. <laughs> uh, one. So again, roll a d4. Oh, God, five oh, feet. No. It, this is an absolute disaster. <laughs> when 
Thaddeus, again, someone's grabbing onto his ass, but this time, Talon feels someone grabbing onto his actual pants. <laughs> My mug pants. The next thing you know, you guys are flung out of the quicksand with the staff. So you were, Talon and Thaddeus were yanked back, holding the staff, coming out with them okay. at the end of the fishing line <laughs> is Sherlock and Azir. So you turn around to see what the hell just happened. You see nothing but an empty wasteland. It's the hand. <laughs> All right. Nervous laughter would be appropriate, like, but this is not, this is not laughing art. This is snickering, and it's uncalled for, guys, all right? <laughs> no, Azir and Sherlock almost lost their life, okay? And if you're going to act this way, I can take my DM screen and go home, okay? <laughs> so knock it off. So brushing up... No, see? There it is again. Which one of you... Now, the snickering becomes, like, jovial cackling as two colorful reptilian blobs start to flicker. Starting as a red and purple haze, they slowly fill in, and before you, rolling on the ground, dying of laughter, are two tiny dragons. The indigo one uses his tail to wipe a tear from his eyes. <laughs> oh, did you see their faces? Oh, Solinari, be praised. Oh, that was a good one. See, that's what you can look forward to at my age. The pluckier red one is hopping him down in glee. Did you see me, though? Did you see that mage hand? I confused them good, too. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Well done. You keep me in line. It is all fun and games. Oh, oh my. I'm so, so sorry, but it was too funny to pass up. How are all you doing? My name's Zarusu. This is my grandson, Anamil. Oh. What the hell is going on? <laughs> Hello! <laughs> Why did you guys do that to us? Oh, you know, it was just too good to pass up. Oh, don't be such poor sports. Do you have any water? Sherlock says and then passes out comically in front of <laughs> think so us fairy dragons don't need much of it do you know where we can find some water 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 uh no but i do have this for you the indigo dragon reaches into his butterfly shaped wings and produces good berries (laughs) jackal meat damn it imagine jackal meat yeah we found these a little ways back Still giggling, the indigo fairy dragon reaches into its butterfly-shaped wings and produces this little insignia, this little rank insignia from some legionnaire, and goes, there you go, and flicks it to, just flicks it to you guys. I got it. Sherlock grabs it and stabs it into himself, because he has no actual shirt to hang it on. (laughs) No. Oh, is there anything else I can do for you? Ask him about the hand. Yeah, we have this weird hand that uh, fell from Uh, the sky. The Indigo One shakes his head. Another mage hand appears and cranks open the hand. It's much stronger than us. <laughs> there you go. Uh, all right. I think it's all I need to do. Come on, Animal. Let's go find Brysha, and we can see if we can suggest some people walk into cacti. Fluttering its wings, the Indigo Dragon becomes a quick blur and flutters away into the sky. <laughs> Animal, the Red Dragon, guffaws and sloppily waves goodbye with his two hands as he flies away. See you guys later. Uh, I hope we don't. <laughs> I hope I do. <laughs> I look at everybody else and say, did that really just happen or were we just hallucinating because we're exhausted? So you look down to the hand that he opened with ease and then inside the hand clutched is just a ring. Is it the one ring? <laughs> or is it a wedding ring? <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's do an arcana check. Nobody rush to put Who's, it on. All of you can make an arcana How check on the How fast can I just get the ring and put it on? <laughs> Not faster than me. If you, you want to make a he wants to do slate the, of hands? Take the, take the ring from my hand's hand. Yeah. The grasshopper. Um, sure. Impulsive doesn't mean you just both do of you, yeah, Both of you do a sleight of hand. Ha! 17. 11. I'm so, going to do a sleight of hand also. <laughs> to try to... <laughs> Everyone just grabs for it. 20. 
So uh, Talon reaches over and tries to grab the ring from his ear, goes, ah, nah, ah, clenches his fist again, and opens it back up. It's gone, and Sherlock has it. And I'm looking at it like Gollum is staring <laughs> at the ring. <laughs> you want to put it on? No, nah, I'm going to roll an arcana check. Okay. I go to thrust my finger <laughs> into the ring while, while you're inspecting it. it. All right, so while you're inspecting it, um, make, yeah, make, an, uh, terrible. make a disadvantageous arcana check. <laughs> One! I need to burn this guy who's rolled five ones today. And while you're doing that, Talon can make a slate of hand check again. Against me? No, just a, a slate of hand. Yes. Oh, thank God. No. Seven. So, you guys are just, it's fumbling. If the fairy dragons are here still, they're laughing at this. You guys are like hungry, hungry, hippoing for the ring. <laughs> and then you hold them and go, I don't know what the hell this is. And we're close to your eye. That's the problem. You can't tell what it is because you've held it close to your eye. <laughs> Talon tries to get it by putting his finger through. just pokes you in the eye. It's just the three stooges. <laughs> I'm, I'm putting it on. I put it on. All right. What's well, yeah. it? I'm, I'm done with this. And my finger's gone. <laughs> uh... Nothing happens. <laughs> Does it look good on me? <laughs> Sherlock puts on the ring, feels something happen to his entire body, just this wave of something, and then immediately loses interest in all of it and goes, what, 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 what was that guy, what were the dragons doing to hoist us out of the ground? Uh, I believe they used Mage Hand, Sherlock. Mage Hand. And while Sherlock says that, and floating visible hand appears beside him like a little spectrum shooting out of the ring. And then I say, water source. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Aww. But you, you grip. <laughs> you move your fingers around and the Mage Hand kind of mimics you. And you're like, I think I know Mage Hand now. <laughs> he immediately scratches his own back. Finally. It's the weirdest damn thing. What's even weirder, though, is that you feel like it's a cantrip, so you can cast whenever you want, but it takes two actions to do so. Whoa. Two actions? It takes 12 seconds to do it, as in you need to prep it prep. and do it. Regardless, uh, you can actually do Mage Hand. So you want to show everyone how cool it is, and you... I give them high fives. Perfect. You want to give them high fives with, with the mage. mage Hand, so you mimic it to give everyone high fives, and they're all <laughs> high five the Mage Hands, and then you go, guys, that was me, and point to your hand. Which has become a skeletal hand. <laughs> What's up, critters? Just wanted to remind you that if you can't get enough Roll to Hit, we have our spin-off show, Roll to Hit Adventures, live streamed on YouTube once a month. You can see the faces of the voices you already know and love playing all new characters in official Dungeons and Dragons Adventures League campaigns. The show is DM'd by the wonderfully talented Tim, who will be at the Gamer X convention in San Jose on December 11th through the 13th. So if you're on the West Coast, be sure to attend one of his sessions. We recently recorded our second episode of Roll the Hit Adventures, which you can find by searching YouTube for The Cometist. To get updates on when you can tune in to our next live show, make sure to subscribe. Once again, thank you so much for listening, and now back to the show. Flip it open with your fingers, and flesh just flicks out in all directions. Oh you feel no pain at all. The ring has resized itself to fit your phalange, but uh, it's now a skeletal hand. Up to my, my, just to the wrist? Yep, all the way to the wrist is a skeleton hand. Oh, man. I have a, a Pirates of the Caribbean moment where I look at it, <laughs> and I flick a, a silver coin between my... <laughs> <laughs> Gonna get so many ladies like that. Um, Bony, creepy hand. <laughs> I say, guys, guys. <laughs> I back away. <laughs> just had to put the ring on, didn't you, Sherlock? Should I take it off? Will so, my hand just fall off? <laughs> you can cast Mage Hand, but you could never remove the ring or lose your entire hand. <laughs>
We're gonna have to get you like a rhinestone covered glove, and you're gonna have to like <laughs> walk backwards all the time. Can you put the mage hand on his real hand? Does it look like Perfect, anything? Yes. The mage hand is see through, so it wouldn't be very helpful. <laughs> It'd be a ghostly mage hand with a skeleton that just makes it ten times scarier. You know, have the necromancer's hand ring. Cool. No one. I just know what it's called. Yeah, and I'm, if if nah. so, when you remind me what the hell it is, um, it came with a certificate of authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a little scroll uh, rolled up next to it in the hand. I can cast Mage Hand. Takes two actions to do so when it matters, which is only in combat. What are the properties of Mage Hand? Because are they different from Fourth Edition? Okay. A spectral floating hand appears at a point you choose within range. It lasts for one minute or until you dismiss it. The hand vanishes if it's ever more than thirty feet away from you. You can use your action to control the hand or poke my friends on the shoulder yes. so that they think that someone's to their right when I'm actually on their left side. Yeah, I think I'll do that a lot. Every action, you can move it 30 feet. It can't attack, activate magic items, or carry more than 10 pounds. And okay. does he have to see the mage hand? Like, you can't put the hand through a wall or anything like that, right? Like, if the door's locked on one side, could he put the mage hand through the door and open it up from the other side? The reason it wouldn't be very helpful is because he, he can't see what's going on. So, oh, and you can't feel I mean, I, the mage hand? No, it says a spectral floating hand. So I don't know if it means it can go through walls or not. That was that. Uh, that was the day's events. So you guys are just going to keep on marching? The fairy dragons are long gone. They zoomed away. It was just a prank, bro. <laughs> I'm going to check out what's in that uh, quicksand. Okay. You, you you put your head in to get stuck, so you put your fists in to get out, and you put your legs in to get out. <laughs> it just looks like a spider sinking in. Did, did we see which direction they went in, or the, did they just... The sky. I mean, they went up. <laughs> what direction? Stand on my shoulders. Just, I'm going to have my mag- magic hand lift me. <laughs> you, weigh, you weigh less than 10 pounds? <laughs> well... You, you weigh nothing, right? He is on yeah, a how much do you weigh? Right 43 pounds. Damn it. So even four mage hands wouldn't be enough to hold you. Uh, this happened all, all at night. The night ain't over yet, though. So the interesting thing about the empty landscape, I want to point out, is that there's very little wind around it, right? Because there's nothing to twist around. So you never really noticed how contained, unhampered pockets of wind are. You've become very good at telling the direction of the wind a mile ahead based on the streaks of sand you see. And you fancy yourself a real traveler. <laughs> Animals are scarce. The most common ones you see are birds or other quick burrowing rodents that can't be bothered with but you've been checking out one object in particular that's like for the past mile or so you you, you keep seeing something jump up spin around and land back down eventually you all think this is it's not an animal at all you think it might be some paper caught in the wind not wanting to look like a nerd in front of your friends none of you reveal how truly excited you are to find reading material in the middle of the desert but all bets are off as you get closer to it everyone wants to know what is on this piece of paper so if you want to catch and read it make a dex contest yes uh disadvantage yes four 14 for Talon. 20 for Azir. 3 for Thaddeus. So Azir catches it and reads it, and he fights all you guys off to read the letter, because he's so interested in it. It's addressed to a knight. A lot of it is faded and eroded, but you can make out the bulk of it. It's addressed to a Sir Gaines, and details the suspected whereabouts of a bank thief, known only as K. McLochness. You don't know who it's from. Was it dated? Nope. Everything's been eroded with the information I gave you. Is there a vial of water attached to it? <laughs> there is not. Wait, can we do a perception check to... to- guesstimate how many days it's been around? Uh, you can do it and a pure intelligence check to figure out how in the sun and wilderness it would have dissolved. I got an 8. 5. I just rolled a 16. I stand the same. Level. You still have no information about how old it is. Your knowledge of paper does not extend to the deterioration rate, the half-life of paper in the hot sun. Can I fold it into Oregon? You can. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Check out uh, Azir's other podcast. <laughs> I'm going to fold it into a little fairy dragon that I'm going to punch. <laughs> so Sherlock, while walking along, actually goes up to scratch his nose and, I'm not sure sadly or not, notices that his hand has returned back to a normal skin hand and is no longer that skeleton. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> Next level exhaustion, your hit points are halved. Basically, when you wake up the next day, you'll be well-rested with max half HP, because your hit point max <laughs> has been halved. Round down. Always round down. You guys are, have now traveled as far as you can travel without risking more exhaustion by pushing yourself on. <clears throat> That's probably wise. Yes. Next level exhaustion is your speed is reduced to zero. Oh, man. Level six is death. So we have today. You need to find a way to do something before you can't move anymore, and one of you will need to scout for water and bring it back in time before you're all dead. I say, guys, we've traveled no We've traveled south, and we've probably traveled east and west, but have we traveled down? <laughs> yes, we did, with the quick Sherlock sand. starts No, borrowing. no, dig up, stupid. <laughs> uh, I say we eat Thaddeus, because he's the largest. Come and, at me. And most juicy, and I don't want to carry him when he passes out. Chromatic orb. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are just going to... Shield of faith. Friends. <laughs> so you would love to scout, but you can't even scout. You're going to have to sit where you are. You're trying your best not to die and get somewhere. So take a nap. All of you are wiped out. Standing watch is a pain in the ass. You set some order. You're barely awake for this order. But the next day does come, and you haven't been attacked. Your hit points are now halved. Two of you, Thaddeus yep. and Sherlock, have halved hit points. My ten. Thaddeus, yep. what is your hit point total? Twenty. Okay. And there are... Oh, my God. One good berry. Jesus. Talon needs it, or he's, he's exhausted. Thank you. You're welcome. In the arms of an angel. <laughs> <laughs> Things aren't looking good. You're going to continue walking? Uh, we have to. Might as well. You have yeah. to, don't you? Yeah. For possibly the first time, all trip you finally see some visual progress in your marching. For the past couple miles, you've enjoyed the darkening gradient of land ahead. The tan scorched earth is very slowly darkened, and you even notice some tougher sediment. The fruit of your labor pays off a couple miles in as the gray has turned to a slight green. And hold the fuck up! Styled straight out of the cartoons appears to be an oasis in the distance. There's a glimmery blue pool and even a tree. Like, mm. I'm the DM, and even I'm suspicious of this. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, it's... Alan's probably not. <laughs> Nevertheless, it's hard to ignore, and your extreme thirst. Water in exchange for a possible trap is still water. Talon bolts. You're about, so you're, fi <laughs> you're 500 feet away. Talon's just going to make a just run for it. for it, man. All right. Talon's going. I yes. Yell at me. Go for it, Talon. <laughs> Let me know what you find. Talon's just booking it. <laughs> you can just stand there. Is Talon, is Talon running, though? Is Talon there quicker than all of you? Oh, Talon is running. No, I'm so, much faster than him. You, you're you catch up with Talon? You, you go. Yeah, you said to let him go. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to follow him. I'm, I'm not going to try to stop him. Cause so you are relatively behind Talon. Talon is there first. He gets there. He stops. He just looks. It smells crisp, looking impeccably clean and fine. You are at the shore of this about eight-foot diameter Don't water. I, I'm, I have an idea. I'm gonna you can't even hear him. Hands. You know, it's too late. I'm going to use my mage hand to scoop up some water and bring it to my mouth. <laughs> All right. So you're going to, by the time the mage hand makes it back, Talon's already gone to the water. The mage hand has spilt all the water. It's awful. <laughs> Talon, no sooner do you put your hands in the water, oh, that spurs your arm is grabbed by a hysteric, beautiful woman who's just screaming, take me, pull me out. She is shaking you, her hair weaving and waving as in water sparks pepper your face. Do it. Lay off me, I'm starving! 
<laughs> start sucking on her hair. <laughs> Get the water out. Uh, she's in the water? Yes. She's she's like half in the water and she's screaming at you. I pull her out. You pull her out? Yeah. All right. She's a drain and <laughs> um, so you try to grab her. The woman is insanely difficult to grab. She's like unnaturally slippery as you attempt to get a hold of her. Despite her anxious thrashing, it's not like she's actively trying to slip your grip. It's just that every time you close your fist or lock your elbow, your body part moves rapidly, it accelerates and overshoots your grasp. But you can't seem to do it on your own. I uh, turn back and yell, hey guys, help me out here. Mm. Are you in trouble again, Talon? <laughs> Perchance? Uh, yes, I advance. Um... At a moderate speed and see what is going on. What do I see here? You see a woman half in the water, flailing her arms, wild mess of a hair, and Talon trying to grab her like soap in the shower. Just keeps slipping through his hands. I'm going to take a drink and then help him out. All right. <laughs> While this is happening, Sherlock bends down, scoops him some water, drinks. Tastes delicious. Yes. And then all the water disappears. Sherlock wins. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess I'll help Talon out. I think it's easier to grip her with skeleton hands. Yeah, I, I want to drink the water. Then yeah, maybe help them out if they. Well, I guess it's just slipping, right? So um, can they fall into the water? Like, is there any danger of them sinking or anything? Like I that? mean, they might fall into the water, but it it's doesn't not. look it. Nothing's happened yet. Azir has not committed to helping Talon though yet. Okay, so I'll drink some water and then I don't know. I'll look around to make sure there's nothing dangerous. All right, Thaddeus and Sherlock drink some water while Talon is fighting with a woman, and Azir is just looking on, going, "Hmm, uh huh." <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna. Help out. All right. So after much fumbling, you manage to pull the woman out of the water and drag her onto land. She puts up no resistance to being dragged onto this dusty earth. As the last inch of her flowing locks surfaces from the water, she begins to convulse and spasm. It happens in a matter of seconds. Rapidly dissolving in front of you is the woman. Any dry skin sublimes and instantly just fades right into a window of her skeleton. She becomes a spotty horror of beautiful pale skin and blotchy, direct rivets of visible skeletal makeup. Put her back in the water! Put her back in the water! <laughs> you drag her back into the water. As she pops back out again, she's screaming, Why did you do that? Uh, it looked like you were about to decompose in front of us as we took you out of the water. A look of irate disappointment twists across the woman's face. She looks down and begins shaking her head slowly back and forth in metronomic defeat. Just back and forth, back and forth. She, she begins to crank her neck spinning faster and faster and faster until she furiously whips her head, sending tresses of hair directly at Talon. They lasso around his body, instantly grappling him as the woman shoves off from the coast and jerks her head back, yanking Talon to the edge of the water. Perhaps it's time to roll initiative. (laughs) So let her die! Sometime other than now, but not from before. On Roll to Hit. <laughs> this whole transaction just happened where I find this bag, I take it out. You're an asshole! <laughs> Good job! For the listeners, Sherlock's gonna hide behind the palm tree. I flip it to see if I hit you guys with a massive greatsword and be jerks. <laughs> no, so you take out your fire whips and you go, I'll save you, buddy! This is the currency of the symbiont nation. Basically worth one gold piece. You are so full of shit. So she's gonna try to drag in the water and try to drown him. I grab her skeleton hand with my skeleton hand. <laughs> is there a giant modifier added to I'm sorry that it had to come to this. It's because we haven't fought in five weeks. You fought last episode against a bullet and lost. You cannot lie. (laughs) Dozens of follicles are slowly moving over your body. Fuck! 
The humanoid takes it with his two smaller hands. With an odd tinge of misogyny. Takes the things of the fire things. <laughs> my hands will not catch on fire. I put them on my hips, akimbo. Smacks her in the face with a <laughs> ten-foot arm. <laughs> I'm going to lay down my arms, and then I'm going to cast Zone of Truth. Which means she has unlimited turbo, because it's NBA Jam. These fire things don't do any fire damage <laughs> unless I spend extra key points. Then tell your friends to lay down their arms. Oh, but use your ShamWow. You can suck up the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Underneath it is a flattened sack with a strange symbol on it. Sherlock tries to help. Well, she can suck it, okay? <laughs> okay, lady. Time for some more hits. I'm going to try the same thing I did last time, but this time I'm going to add the correct modifier. <laughs> Uncorks the decomposing smells behind it. Just a puff of nauseating smell fills that is his face. Like, you're going to die the easy way or the hard way? Thank Val. you, thank you, thank you! <laughs> and the listeners, his ear is flipping off left and right. <laughs> Hey, this is Paul from Roll to Hit, also known as Sherlock Gnomes. Uh, you can check out a lot of other great podcasts at thecommentist.com. That's the podcast network that Roll to Hit is a part of. You can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find all of our podcasts. So, uh, yeah, please check those out. And uh, thank you. Make sure to subscribe and leave us a comment. And I love you. Uh, so you currently cannot take any actions or reactions while you're restrained. What? Yeah, you're, you're grappled. You can't, you can't do anything. False. I can talk. Yes. So I can do something. You can talk. You but can uh, talk. I can say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you can't take any. You, you, you can't take any actions, though. I mean, you can. I'm looking through the cards, and I totally thought that this this spell was called massage. <laughs> what is it? It's message. message. <laughs> yeah. That's when you have two mage hands, oh. and it just really works the show. <laughs> Friends.